excuse me, my voice sounds a little bit like yours <coughs> this morning. <coughs> excuse me, so I'll be sipping on this just a little bit. Good morning, a blessed Thanksgiving and a blessed first Sunday in Advent to you. So do you know that um, you're supposed to stay in YouTube or something like that, I think. Thank you very much. Okay. Yeah, you know, this is an interactive um, time of sharing the word. Do you know that, that um, Abraham Lincoln, when he established this day of Thanksgiving in 1863, it was to be a day of giving praise and thanksgiving to the beneficent Father who dwells in the heavens. And that's what Thanksgiving was originally meant to be. And so, But as the people of God, um, we are to give thanks at all times, and I'm going to get to that. Pastor Miller asked me to share on Thanksgiving, so I'd like to begin, oh golly, I have so many things to think about, I have to think, I have to talk, I have to push this button, I'm just, <laughs> Lord help me, okay, oh, there we go, okay, so we're going, let's begin by saying this all together with all your heart, and, and it's such a fitting response to the Lord after what he did with us, and as he met with us this morning, so with all your heart, let's say together, oh give thanks to the Lord, for he is good for his mercy endures forever. Now, there's going to be a little um, quiz for you so that whenever that slide comes up, you're just automatically supposed to do that. So I'm going to give you a little test here. I love this congregation. Okay. So we just did experience Thanksgiving. And so it's not hard when you're looking for things about giving thanks to find them on the internet. You find lots of things, even with scriptures, remembering the goodness of God from in everything give thanks and entering his gates with thanksgiving. Whatever you do in word or deed, I'm going to ask you about these in just a second. We're to give thanks. There's always something to be thankful for. I left out some of the more comical ones, but just the idea that you know, I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart, that at this time of the year, it's not hard to give thanks because we're reminded so much of it and that in everything we're to give thanks but my question is <coughs> excuse me what about the other 51 weeks of the year are we as mindful to give thanks because well let me just let me just ask you about where you are in your scale of gratitude and your scale of thankfulness paul tells us in first thessalonians 5:18 to give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. In Colossians 3.17, that whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. How are we doing so far? Okay, I'm not going to ask you how you're rating yourself. But then Paul also wrote to the Ephesians, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, are we doing that? Is that how we live? Because I really believe that thankfulness should be the mark of the Christian. Thankfulness, in addition to being an expressor of God's love, thankfulness should be the mark of one who believes and follows God. Did I have an amen to that? And it really, you know, it's more than, than just words. It's a lifestyle. And it really shouldn't be that hard if we remember and we recognize that um, all things were created by him and all things exist 
by him and for him. For from him, through him, and to him are all things. To God be all the glory. Amen. If we keep that in mind, it should not be hard for us to give thanks at all times. So, I'm remembering to push the button. That's really good. percent a plus so notice that I do have thanks underlined there because I want to talk about that this phrase give thanks it's used about 80 times in the Bible in the Old Testament that word thanks is usually one of two words it's either yada or toda you've heard me mention these before when I've talked about praising the Lord um, yada usually is translated as praise but but just almost as much it's translated as thanks and then todah is actually a derivative of yada, which also is a confessional type of giving thanks and praise to the Lord. <clears throat> Excuse me. These words do have something in common. They're verbs. They're something that we do. Giving thanks is a verb. It's something that we do, but they have something in common. They both include the hand. Yad is the Hebrew word for hand. Now, why is this important? Because it biblically, speaking, the hands represent the power or the strength of a person. In a sense, it represents your life. It represents what we have to offer. It represents what we have to give, not just to God, but in, in life. Like if I shake hands with someone in agreement for something, as, as an agreement, my life is standing behind that expression of my hand. Right? So it's a physical sign of an expression. It's that outward sign of my whole life pledging itself to something when I extend my hand. So biblically, hands are very, very important. So let's take a look at what yada means. Literally, to hold out or use the hand, especially... Now, you know, I didn't make this up. I just, just want you to know that to revere or worship with extended hands, to throw. It means like to throw your hands as if casting a stone or an arrow, to confess the name of God, to give thanks. We're using our hands as an expression of who we are to say that I believe, Lord, I give to you. It's an expression. It's a natural expression. You know, I was sitting in the back, standing in the back during worship. So many hands went up. Nobody told you to do that. You just know that hands are an extension of who we are. And then that other word, toda, very similar. It, um, as I mentioned, it actually comes from yada. It's an extension of the hand. By implication, a vowel. That's an old-fashioned word for like a vow. Um, that you're vowing something when we lift our hands up to the Lord. Usually adoration specifically a choir of worshipers. That's really what we are, whether we're singing or just using our hands. We are that choir of worshipers that is toe-dying to the Lord. We're giving thanks. We're making confession. It's a sacrifice of praise. It's a thank offering. It means to give thanks. Now, I thought it was interesting, and I'm sorry that our sign language people are not with us this morning, but it occurred to me that even in sign language to say thank you, you're using your hand to give. Can you do that with me? Am I doing it? Help me, Lynn, make sure I'm doing it. It's either one or two hands. Thank you. This is thank you in sign language. Do we see that we're actually expressing with our hands communication? 
So much more so, how much should we can, I, I, I'll just stop there. I don't want to show off with my vast knowledge of, of sign language there. So, you know, how much more? Actually, I think giving thanks to God is, is like giving thanks to God, like with our hands like that. That's in sign language. But biblically, we have ways that we know that we're supposed to do that. Now, don't wane on me. You got you to keep that, you know, you got to keep that up. Okay, so now let's focus on the second part. This actually, oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his mercy endures forever, is, I believe, the most used phrase in the Old Testament. And the second part of it, uh, for his mercy endures forever, is used like an, even an extra 18 or 16 times. I can't remember. So right now, so, but mercy, we know what mercy means, right? But when I was studying it, this really stood out to me. Doesn't mean to just be merciful, or to, it's chesed, can be with an S or a C, however we want to transliterate that, um, but, or to be kind, but God is eager and has an ardent desire, a zeal to love you, a desire to show himself gracious to you. So we think of that word chesed, and we know it's love, and and it's actually sometimes translated as steadfast love. His steadfast love endures forever, or his loving kindness endures forever. The NIV just states that his love endures forever. But he has this ardent desire and zeal to express his loving kindness and his mercy for you. So I think with even out the slide, all right, oh, we can go back. Let's say it together. Or no, let's not. I mean, we will say it together, but I can't, I can't go back that far right now. So let's just say it from memory because now that you know it, but I want you to think of that we give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his mercy endures forever. Okay, say it. Can you do that with your, with your arms with me? This is my sign language. Um, of the, this is the worship dance ministry sign language that we offer ourselves to the Lord. We todah, we give thanks to him for he is good. And then I just want you to feel that mercy come down upon you. So let's do that together, okay? Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endures forever. And as we heard that word from the, through uh, Terry this morning, it's for you. It is for you. Okay, so if that were not enough, there are other reasons for us to give thanks. Oops, there we go. Thank you, Jessica, for teaching me how to push the button. So far, so far, so good. So actually, giving thanks, we're told, is a way for us to enter in to more of the presence of the Lord, to experience more of his presence as we give thanks. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. I do love this scripture for many reasons, but I'm not going to teach on it today because there are four different ways that we give praise in that one verse. God is very specific in how he wants us to offer him praise. And I love that thanksgiving is one word, praise is another word, thankful is another word, and bless. You just have to, we'll just have to do this again sometime and um, go through that a little bit more. So I think of Psalm 100, verse 4, this entering to his gates. Thanksgiving is a gate opener. We can come through his gates, but we don't just stop in the gates. We come through into his courts of praise. You know, there's always more 
with God. Don't go through this one gate. Don't go through this one court. Keep going. Keep going and keep going. But thanksgiving is the way that we can enter in. You know, our relationship with the Lord should always be growing. And I want to suggest, because um, I believe this is true in human relationships also, not only as we show our gratitude and tell our gratitude to God and thank Him for who He is, <clears throat> does our relationship with Him grow? But I believe that even as we show our gratitude and our appreciation for one another, by saying thank you, it's a gate opener into people's hearts. I believe this is a way to build relationships with one another as well, is to remember that mark of the Christian to be a thankful people. But I believe that, and I, I'm just going to go ahead and, and kind of spill the beans here, but um, it's not something we hear as much as we used to hear, in my opinion. I work with young people, and I've noticed that in all those many decades that I've been here at Billy, um, that, no, really, I've noticed that, that there's been a diminishing in the expression of saying thank you. There's been a diminishing in just outward expressions of gratitude. And I, I think this is, a, is unfortunately an influence of the culture that we live in. We're living in more and more of a godless, and I mean that God isn't mentioned as much. We don't publicly give thanks to him as much. Anyway, so I'm getting way, way, way ahead of myself. But I do believe that being thankful acknowledging the value of another person, thanking them for who, like first we thank God for who he is and what he does, but we can thank one another, and I believe this builds our relationship not only with God, but with one another. But thankfulness, it does build our relationship with the Lord. So I just want to encourage us to be that thankful people. Okay? And um, giving thanks also reminds us to not think about ourselves so much. It reminds us to realize and understand it's really not about us. We're not the focus, but our focus should be on the giver of every good and every perfect gift that comes down from the Father of lights because giving thanks is recognizing who God is and what he's done for us. It reminds us also, as we're thankful to one another, that we really need one another. None of us, God did not create us to be able to, to live by ourselves and we need to say thank you for what you mean in my life and for helping me but it helps us to realize our need for the Lord it's not about us and that we do it lessens our self-centeredness I don't know about anybody else but I think most of us can use a little bit of lessening our self-centeredness and thankfulness is a way that we do this and one of the ways <coughs> that we experience that in the scripture is in the story of the ten lepers absolutely one of my very favorite um, accounts in scriptures because when I realized what it was about for me it really changed my life so I'm just going to read a little bit of that and then we're going to share it together Jesus heals I'm so sorry I apologize this is started yesterday <clears throat> now on his way to Jerusalem Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee and as he was going into a village, ten men, who had probably come out of a leper colony, okay, who had leprosy, met him. They stood at a distance. They had to. That was the law. They couldn't, lepers couldn't get near people. It was against the law. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. 
And my guess is that as much as they can, they were reaching out to him in desperation physically as well. When he saw them, he said, go, show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. So this could clearly be a sermon on a faith and obedience. That's not the part that I want to focus on, though. Focus on, excuse me. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back, praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. The word thank is the word not yada or toda. This is in the Greek translations. It's the Eucharistio. Now, I didn't even do that. But praise the Lord. We're moving on. Okay. And so Jesus asked, were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? You know, and the Lord, okay, I'm going to go on because I don't want Aaron to push my thing again. So rise and go. Your faith has made you well. This is what he said to the one who came back and gave thanks. That word well is translated whole. It comes from sozo, the Greek. It means saved. So I just present to you that the nine were cleansed, but the one who came back and recognized who cleansed him and gave him thanks was made whole. Let us not be like the nine that just received, but let us be like the one that comes back to give thanks. Amen? I, I'm so thankful for Carrie because, you know, there's a lot that goes into the preparation of the homeless dinner, and, you know, by the time it's over, we're just pretty tired. And um, it's wonderful, and I'm so thankful for it. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful for it. We pray and 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 we pray for months before this event. But after it's all over and everybody's gone and we've swept up and we've cleaned and we've put the chairs back and everything, we stop and we give thanks. We want to thank the Lord that he has heard and answered our prayers. And, and one time I remember even I was so tired I forgot and Carrie said, aren't we going to give thanks? You know, and usually by that point they're only five or six people left, but we always gather because we want to be like the one that comes back and says, Lord, thank you that you answered our prayer. But I think we need to do that daily, continually, as we recognize how the Lord has answered our prayers as well. Amen? Amen. Okay, so giving thanks also um, helps us to remember and to walk in the path of life that God has chosen for us. Recounting what God has done and giving him thanks can make a huge difference in whether we live lives of thankfulness or unthankfulness. We remember there's a, there are tremendous warnings in the Bible about forgetting. And giving thanks to the Lord and giving thanks to him with one another helps us remember the great things that he's done. In the book of Deuteronomy, God repeatedly warns his people not to forget what he has done for them so that when they come into the promised land, they will not assimilate into the evil culture of those that are living there. He says, when you've eaten, and this can certainly apply to us, when you have eaten and are satisfied, praise and bless the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. Be careful that you don't forget the Lord your God. Otherwise, your heart will become proud. 
And it goes on to say that eventually you will be destroyed. Repeatedly, the Lord says, don't forget. Remember to thank, to praise, to bless the Lord your God for what he's given you. But I want to share with you something found in the New Testament from Romans 1. This is another one that when I saw this, it, cha- it radically changed my life. In Romans 1, this is the New Testament, very serious warning to us to not forget to give thanks. And beginning in verse 18, it says, The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godlessness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. It goes on, For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks. Him. And he's already a little bit earlier said everyone knows. He's made it clear. But though they knew God, they neither glorified him nor gave thanks to him. But their thinking became futile and their foolish, heart, foolish hearts were darkened. Therefore God gave them over in the sinful desires of their hearts to sexual impurity for the degrading of their bodies with one another goes on because of this God gave them over to shameful lust furthermore just as they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God they didn't think it was worthwhile to remember what God had done so God gave them over to a depraved mind so that they do what ought not to be done and it goes on to list the degradation and the destruction but it I think this increasingly describes the world we're living in does it not but does it, do you hear that it goes in the beginning? It says that though they knew God, they neither glorified him nor gave thanks. That really had altered my life when I realized that this is a truly a warning for us to be thankful because, uh, because of what it does for us. So I just, again, want to encourage you parents and anyone that has influence with young children, let's teach them to give thanks. Let's bring back that mark of a Christian that we are a thankful people that are always giving thanks to God for what he's done. Now, because we are a biblical church, we're going to do something biblical. Josh, do I have a microphone up here? The one right behind me. Okay, so I'd like for you, I'll just take you to um, Psalm 36 because we're um, we're going to give thanks in a biblical way. Psalm 136 has many references of, of this. Now, let's just say it all together, okay? Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the God of gods. His mercy endures forever. Thank you. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. His mercy endures forever. To him alone, who does great wonders, his mercy endures forever do we see a theme here i even saw a hand go up praise the lord okay okay so this psalm goes on and on but it starts out by recognizing who the lord is and again saying for his mercy endures forever it goes through the middle of the psalm and recounts the things that god has done from creation to redemption to uh, provision for our lives and then at the end of the psalm it comes back and thanks him for who he is. So again, because we are a biblical church, this oh, I've got to push the button, sorry. This is what we're going to do. 
We're going to be like Psalm 136 because it probably was a congregational participation time. And so what I want us to all say is, oh, give thanks to the Lord. And then one person is going to speak into the microphone and tell us what they're thankful for. And then we're all going to respond liturgically for his mercy endures forever. And so I just thought I'd start with Pastor Miller over here. So, but you have to do your part, okay? And I'm going to point and, you know, and then I'm going to give the mic to someone. So they need to be ready at all times to give thanks to the Lord, okay? To the Lord. Oh, no, no, we got to practice again. Okay. We say, oh, give thanks to the Lord. For this fellowship. For his mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. For his safety and provision. For his mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. For my family. For his mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. For his faithfulness. For his mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. For healing my body. For his mercy endures forever. You know, I can feel the nervousness as I start to walk back to the back of the, the room here, okay? Um, oh, give thanks to the Lord. For family. For his mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. For bringing me to this wonderful church where I met Jesus. For his mercy endures forever. Somebody have their hand up and I would just come right to you. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. For our country. For his mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. For his faithfulness to all generations. For his mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Anyone else? that's bursting and that wants to publicly give thanks to the Lord? Oh, I'll say it again, because we have to have the flow, okay? Oh, give thanks to the Lord. For his healing for me. For his mercy endures forever. One more. Anyone? Okay. Ready? Oh, give thanks to the Lord. For the beautiful fall colors. For his mercy endures forever. You did really well. Praise the Lord. Okay, so we were very biblical when we did that. And praise the Lord, I'm even within my time limit. This is really quite miraculous. Um, Oh, thank you. I'm sorry. I just, I'm just so thankful. I just want to use all the microphones. <laughs> okay. You know, I, I, real quickly, I just want to tell you something. My mother, um, <laughs> early in my walk with the Lord, she said, and my mother was absolutely one of the most thankful people in the whole world. You know, when she was in the hospital and they'd take blood and put IVs in and hurt her, she'd go, thank you. I've never known anybody that would thank people for inflicting pain upon them in the hospital, but she would always say thank you. But early in my walk with the Lord, she, she said to me, Teresa, you'd be thankful for a bone. And, um, you, know, but I, and, and that, you know, and at the time I didn't take that as a compliment so much, but, but it, it really was. But I realized when I read the scripture about the woman who had been forgiven much, she had loved 
much. And I think when we realize what God has done for us, we indeed are a loving and thankful people. So, amen. Okay, so we're coming to this point in our worship service that's known as the Great Thanksgiving. Actually, the Great Thanksgiving is are the prayers that surround communion. I mentioned that the word for giving thanks in the New Testament comes from Eucharisto, or a derivative of there. Um, and that's where we get the word Eucharist. And more than anyone in the gospel, Jesus actually used this word mostly. This was the word he used when he gave thanks. You know, it says he, 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 he took the bread, he gave thanks. And it would have probably been the, the Jewish prayer, Baruch Atah Adonai Eloheinu Melech HaOlam HaMotzi Lachem Min Haaretz. Blessed are you, O Lord, our God, King of the universe. Many of the Jewish prayers begin that way. And it's like us. We were just giving thanks to the Lord for he is good and for the things that he did. They begin prayers with, blessed are you, O Lord, our God, King of the universe. And then they add on what they're thankful for. But part of that thanksgiving would have been Jesus also giving thanks. And, and for us, and, and, and in the prayers, we say some of them. It usually includes, um, again, a recounting, just like Psalm 136 did, of salvation history and what the Lord has done for us and how he brought us to this place and how he feeds us with his body and his blood. And it's called the great thanksgiving because of what the Lord has done for us. And truly, we do give him thanks. I'm sure Pastor Miller will add to that. But so just in closing, this is what I pray, that through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God that is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. And could we do this one more time, and could we also express ourselves to the Lord as we say it? Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endures forever. Amen.